Do a jingle. Jingle bells, Patsy doesn't remember the conventions of Christmas. It's a different world, it isn't really real. I don't think they're Santa Claus. <laughs> what was the most respected traditional event in Pine Barrow, and why did you end up gate crashing it? Ooh, um, I think I gate crashed. The setting up of the Pine Barrow Gate. I fucking knew you were going to say that goddamn bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) So they had all these trees around, but the wolves and the and the gophers kept getting in. So we had to put up a gate to stop them getting to our pine trees. Luckily, we had this convenient wood of which to construct said gate. I had beans away for a while and I came back and there was like this big old gate. And so I was like, well, the, if it's in front of me, I gots to punch it. And then I crashed that gate with my fist. <laughs> and also a car. Last time on Queer Dungeoneers. Nim and Patsy entered the Well of Souls to rescue Jolene. They broke out of Patsy's personalised dreamscape, but they'll have to act fast if they want to save Jolene from Romeo, who's just shot Leonard. Meanwhile, Cremora is deep in her studies, working out the details of the ritual ordered by her mother. Cremora Magnus, you have been hard at work. I think at this point you have established what you will need for your ritual. How do you envision this ritual? I imagine that it's the telescope is not actually a telescope in the traditional sense. Like if you look up at the stars with it, you just see the stars through like some glass. I think it's actually a localized sort of divining device that shows you the stars using divination magic. It's a very advanced maths program. Okay, so it's not actually a telescope. Like, it's not really projecting, like, letting you see the images. Yeah. So, like, if you're looking at a star, you can yeah. be like, okay, this is where it's going to be now, and then, like, magic dotty lines can be yeah. like, well, now it's going to be over here. Whoa. Is that right? Yes, basically. Yeah. But also, like, you see things that would be impossible to know based on that. Like, this sign is going to appear here. Like, So I think what you require for this, first of all, a pitch black bare room so you've got to have removed everything else from that room the walls and the floors need to be completely bare and it has to be completely dark so that the images of the stars and of the realm of the mortal folk can be projected onto that surface and around you okay i guess that also counts as you'll need help from someone who can lift things up ladders Okay, you'll have, ladders. To, you'll have ladders. to find someone of that description. You need a power source. So if you were willing ethically to use them, the souls would be sufficient and you could cross that requirement off. Otherwise, you will need to use your genius brain uh, to make a new solution. You've got your requirements. What are you doing? First order of business is to set up the dark room. We established it's not entirely zombies living in Magnus. There are some humans actually mm. living and working there. Probably the first course of action would be to try and contact some of them. Uh, you go out to the local job board 
and you post up a very eloquently written letter for help. Yep. Uh, and so can you now use the move recruit and could you read it out for our yes. dear listeners? I, I can do both of those things. Um, <clears throat> when you put out word that you're looking to hire help, roll. If you make it known that your pay is generous, take plus one. What you're setting out to do, take plus one. That they'll get a share of whatever you find, take plus one. If you have a useful reputation around these parts, take plus one. On a 10 plus, you've got your pick of a number of skilled applicants. Your choice of who to hire. No penalty for not taking them along. On a 7 to 9, you'll have to settle for someone close or turn them away. On a miss, someone influential and ill-suited declares that they'd like to come along. A foolhardy youth, a loose cannon, or a veiled enemy, for example. Bring them and take the consequences, or turn them away. If you turn away applicants, you take minus one forward to recruit. So, I think that I will be saying what I'm setting out to do. So I'm saying that it is physical labor, <laughs> just help you black out a room. Yeah. You know, nothing major. Um, I will say that the pay is generous. Should I do that? Because, like, I can, I can probably find the funds somewhere. Your family's money is well protected. So if you did want to claim that, people might believe it, but... Um, you'd then be at risk later if you can't then find that money. Yeah. Would you like to claim that or would you like to leave that um, out of this role? I think I'll leave it out of the role. Um, so I'll just, just take a plus one for what telling them what I'm setting out to do. Is being the daughter of Lenore Magnus a useful reputation? Does Cremora have a positive reputation with these That's people? That's true. Or do they all hate Cremora? Or, like, do they even fucking know Cremora exists? Like, yeah, it's not. I feel like they would have known Cremora existed when she was young. Oh, yeah, like, there would have been a big... Yeah, like, like when Cremora yeah, would have been a huge, huge thing, and then she would have just... Uh, I think it's more... clearing a room. Yeah. Clearing I, a room, it's not that difficult. Tori, have we been playing with the same person? Yes. <laughs> you have no idea what I've just thought of if you roll a six or minus in the last ten minutes. It could be so disastrous. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fucking do it. Which is why I'm kind of also erring on the side of not giving you a triple yeah. one, because I want you to see you fail. fail. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Oh! Yay! That is a four. <laughs> Okay, you put out the notice, and it's maybe only a few hours before someone knocks on your door. They don't even send the bat, they just knock on your door. I'll go, open the door and sort of peer through. Hello? In front of the door is someone in thick black robes, their face covered. I have come in regards to your request help clearing a basement. Uh, yes, yes, um, yes, please, come in. You will find me capable and strong. I'll have this task completed easily. Uh, they come in and they sit down. Yes, well, um... Cremora Magnus, I heard about what happened to Lenore. Such a pity. Well, it's a temporary state of affairs. About the task at hand... I have a ritual that has to be performed. Uh, one of the requirements for it is a space which is untouched by the sun. I have the space, but it needs to be cleared out. The walls need to be completely blacked out. I understand. This will be very easy. Yes, well, I'll show you to the space. Fantastic. So tell me, what is the nature of this ritual? 
I've dabbled in magic myself. Oh, it's a, it's a simple divination ritual. Uh, astrological in nature, it's nothing. Oh, you're interested in the stars? Yes, it's a... Uh, well, it's an area of interest, shall we say. She goes down this makeshift ladder and into the room. This should be simple work. I think she just reaches out a hand and there's like a, a bookcase and the bookcase just picks up into the air and then just goes out of the trap door, splitting in half as it does because it didn't actually fit through. How did it get in there? <laughs> in the first place? It, it must have been, it was Ikea. It was flat back. It came flat back. It was built right. inside. Well then, I'll let you get on with it. Oh, I'd like to talk. Yes, well, I do have a number of outstanding tasks. Make sure you tell me when you're done. I was wondering if I could help you at all. Rumor has it that you took out your mother, but I was wondering if you wanted some help finishing the job. I think we have that handled. But I must insist. What would your help entail, exactly? I am certain that if I knew the location of her phylactery... My power would be ample to destroy it. Well, it was lovely chatting. Turn around and start climbing up the ladder. The trapdoor slams shut. I don't appreciate being trapped in small spaces. Please work with me here. And maybe I can overlook some of what you were doing. Well, I'm not going to be able to get anything done stuck down this hole. Continue with the work down here. If I destroy the phylactery, surely you won't need to do the work down here anymore. You're awfully well informed on what we're doing here. Once your mother is taken care of, the night court have been taken care of, you have no more reason to continue this course, Kremora. What I do with my own resources is my business. If you continue on with the work down here, I might consider involving you in further efforts to impede my mother's return. Very well. And the trap door opens. Pleasure doing business with you. And you too. And behind her, like a great map on the wall just crumples and then shoots up the trap door. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Oh, shit! The shot hits Leonard's head. He falls to the ground, and then rather than seeming to die, he seems to almost go inert and just slump over. And oh. then before you know it, he kind of stands back up, looking very lifeless and limp like a mannequin. Well, I didn't want to have to do this, but uh, you got to stay. got to stay with your family. Yeah, but I'm getting the impression that this isn't real? You're gonna wish you hadn't said that. I think this is a wonderful time for yeah. our friends to appear. Ah! <laughs> Patsy, you punch through the trees and into a clearing of the forest. Riding on a bear. Riding on a bear! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, God. Why, what, the doohickey? You are not part of the program call. But nothing here makes sense, which means we're part of it. Time to die. <laughs> I shoot my dad. I shoot my dad while he's distracted. 
Okay, roll uh, volley. That's a seven plus three, so ten. Six. Well, Jolene, that would have hurt if I could feel pain. Jesus fucking Christ. (laughs) (laughs) I think he starts shooting the gun almost like a semi-automatic, just spraying bullets, even though it's a rifle. how that works. What are you doing? I would like to defend Patsy. I'm a go Matrix style. I'm going to try to dodge the bullets. What I want to know is, do you deeply believe that you can dodge the bullets? I believe I can dodge the bullets. Okay, well, you might stand a chance. For there is no bullets. Okay, so we'll write, we'll roll, I guess, Patsy's Defy Danger decks, and then we'll do your defense? Yep. But I'm defying danger caused by movement, because I'm moving out of the way of the bullets. So I get an extra plus one. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Seven, eight, nine. So I'm gonna say whatever the consequences would be for this can be negated if you, if Nim gets a good defend roll. Oh, Whoa! yeah, that's that's eleven plus my con thirteen. So Patsy, you just like weave the way through these bullets in like amazing speed. You dodge everyone until there's just one more bullet coming at you that you just don't see coming in time. And Nime, you go up in bear form and you grab it in your teeth. Hell yeah! <laughs> and you spit that bullet back out. <laughs> Why are you here? To play a game of fastball special. <laughs> fastball special. Am I hocking Patsy? Yeah. Okay, I pick Patsy up in my giant bear form and I throw him like a basketball. Amazing. The fight angel strength for me. Thank God, that's a seven. <laughs> this opens up an opportunity for you, Patsy, but you won't necessarily get any bonus from being hucked. Yep. So what are you doing with this opportunity created by hurtling towards Romeo? Um, I want to see if there's a way that I can punch through dreams. Like, punch this sort of scenario out of the water, like... Okay. Wait, are you tearing a hole in the fabric of this dream? I, I want to punch through I, fabric. You're punching a glitch into the matrix. Yeah. Holy shit! I believe I can fly. Uh, I believe I can punch passwords. this guy. That's an eight. Your punch lands with such speed, velocity, but most importantly, friendship and conviction. <laughs> That it simply goes through Romeo. You can feel your hand is in a space that's almost cold. There's no wind or airflow or anything. Uh, and then Romeo just shatters. What is the first object you think of after you do this? Hmm. A huckleberry. And then when you pull your arm back, your forearm and your hand is turned into a huckleberry. But Romeo is demolished. There is no trace left of him. I was hoping for a fin. Holy shit. (laughs) Just punch my dad out of existence. Yeah. Good night, sweet prince. 
all the classic okay. literature. So I've got to ask some important questions about this. Is it a very small huckleberry or a very large huckleberry? I imagine it's like a large huckleberry. Okay, it's like a cool. fist-sized huckleberry. Yeah. Like it's you know, you fist. punch with a berry. <laughs> so that's the scene you arrive into. There is a person you have never seen standing in like a very neutral position, blank expression on his face. There is a Jolene. There is no more Romeo. Nim's going to turn back into a human and be like, every day I think that the weirdest thing that's ever happened to me has already happened and the world continues to prove me wrong. <laughs> um, we need to go get Cassandra and Vern and then we need to get the fuck out of here. Hi, by the way, I'm glad you're all right. Hi! I give her a thumbs up and then I go over to Leonard and kind of like shake his arm. It's just like, well, hello. Well, well. Also, who the fuck is this? I jump and slap him in the face. I'm Lenny! And then he turns back off. Holy shit. Yeah! No, this is real weird. Okay, so, I brought my dagger in here. The dagger's not really doing anything, it's kind of dead. But, original Lenny came out of the dagger, because this is a ghost, so... He was okay! He, he, He knew things! He was mostly sane! And, uh, he got shot in the head by my dad. That's rough, buddy. And he's alive? Uh, well, I hit him in the face and he did say something, so... But he's... Okay, so, but he... Hold on. Hmm. He's a real person, and he just died in the ghost zone. Yeah. Did he die in the ghost zone? I'm very confused, because I died in the ghost zone, and this did not happen. What? You died in the ghost zone? Yes, I might have died in the ghost zone. <laughs> Which ghost zone? The, the ghost zone in the forest. You mean the forest that Grimora said it was incredibly dangerous to go through, and you said, no, it's okay, it'll be fine. Yeah, that, that was forest. Fine. Yeah, that, that exact forest, yes. Grimora's gonna fucking kill you. She already has, it's fine. Damn it! <laughs> I missed it! Yeah. I'm gonna go up there and see if I can see another weird, messed up bubble of terribleness where we might find Cassandra and or Vern. I'll be back. Okay. And I shoot up into the air. <laughs> As an air elemental. Let it roll the wisdoms. Oh no. <laughs> That's a five. I think you turn into a low-lying cloud. For fuck's sake! <laughs> no one hears you. Ah! <laughs> You're a cloud. You're like hovering just in sort of like maybe the canopy of the forest. You're like the laziest fucking cloud right now. You're like... Fog. I try really hard to float up. You try really hard? I think about it so hard. You think about it so hard. Jolene and Patsy. Nim is a cloud. <laughs> you can see her in the trees. It's the most stressed cloud you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like she might start crying at any second. <laughs> can I try that? Can I try raining on them? Yes, you rain back down to the ground. So and re- and reform as Nim. Yeah. You spit on us. Oh, we're just about to start our parade. Ah, Nim. <laughs> it's okay, he tried. It's fine. I can carry Lennon. Your hand's all fucked up now. I wouldn't say that. Like, I'm... Okay, but... Yeah. <laughs> you got a blueberry for a hand. It's or kind of all fucked up. It's more of a huckleberry. Well, but... if you hit someone, you it's going to be a fruit smoothie anyway. Well, let's not just beat them black and blue. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but the, 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 the thing that you did to get that mm. totally normal, regular hand, yeah. you broke the ghost zone for a second. Yeah. 
that Could punch. Could you do him. it again? Do you want to turn him into an even bigger blueberry? No, no, no. Oh, I'm, I'm hoping that maybe we can, like, tear a something in the something and end up somewhere else in the ghost zone. But, like, I mean, we got from, like, my place to Jolene's place just by walking through the, the wide expanse. That's Nothing's. true, but we don't know what direction to go in this time. But maybe we just, like, I just thought about punching through the fabric of reality, so maybe we just need to think about going. That, that is such a good point. Yeah. Climb on, and I would like to use Chimera <laughs> to turn into a caterpillar horse. <laughs> is that just so you can be a long horse? Yes! Yeah. <laughs> Roll. I imagine it having a, like a centipede body, but just horse legs. Oh. On a horse scale. Hey. You turn into this creature. Can you describe it briefly for me? I'd love to know more. It's got the body of a caterpillar. Yep. Then the head of a horse. Nope. And the, <laughs> <laughs> and the legs of a horse. Okay, I've got to ask, how so, many legs is that? Eight. I do not like it, Sammy, I am you, but okay. <laughs> is it fuzzy like a caterpillar or is it fuzzy like a horse? It's like somewhere in between. Oh, oh that's the worst so It's like between. a long-haired horse. Oh. No. <laughs> I think I hate this more than the seagull. Nobody <laughs> likes that. <laughs> This is my own fault, and I have no one else to play. This uh, horrible mount appears <laughs> Do you climb aboard? <clears throat> Pros, it'll get you where you need to go. Cons, everything. <laughs> Nim, this is the most disturbing thing you have ever turned into. Uh, so I prefer it to when you're turned into a corpse, so... Uh... I'm gonna go around to Lenny's face now that he's flung over the side of uh, Nim and slap him in the face and say, Where's North? Two hours to reset. Did you guys hear that? Yeah, I think they're working on updates. Uh... I hate when that happens automatically. <laughs> <laughs> you all get aboard? All aboard. And you take off into the ghost zone. Cremora Magnus, it has been about half an hour since you left a person in the basement clearing out the room uh, when she comes upstairs. It is done. Uh, Well, thank you. Now let's continue our earlier discussion. Where would you suppose your mother's phylactery is? Before I answer that, one question. Why the interest The party I represent is not so keen on liches. Hmm. We were hoping, too, that perhaps your interest in the stars would have died down a little bit after the unfortunate loss of contact with the Night Court. (sighs) If you do insist on completing your work, maybe we could share information. Go on. Certain parties have a very vested interest in what you might learn through your ritual. We would like to know the coordinates as well. Perhaps instead of Lenore Magnus? And if I were to 
give you this rather valuable information, what might I get in return? What would you want? I couldn't possibly make a counteroffer without knowing more about what you could offer. Try me. Hmm. I'd like to try and cast Detect Magic. Yep. That's an eight. I think I'll forget Detect Magic. You don't feel quite as much magic as you might be expecting, but there is a faint sort of halo of necromantic energy coming from this person. Well, I want what any self-respecting wizard wants. Knowledge. And power. Any specific powers? Surely you must have some vision of what you would do with your power. You understand the magnitude of what we're tracking. Very well. Then you understand why I might be hesitant to deal in specifics? I won't enter into a deal with you unless I think you're getting something that you want. You understand that. I need to know what you want. I don't want this deal to fall apart. How can I believe we're truly speaking the same language otherwise? Cremora's going to consciously stop speaking common. She will switch to Dusk's Eternian. If you are who I suspect you might be, you may well be one of the very few people who can get me what I want. In one of the tomes in my mother's collection, there was a bleak reference to a ritual of binding. Access to it is beyond my current capabilities. But you understand that once I know more about the position of these signs, that would be trivial for me to accomplish for you. I'm more than glad to help you. I think it's most important that we first turn to the issue of your mother's phylactery. Yes. Take me to it. I'm fairly confident I know where it is, although not certain. Well, let's go then. We'll lead her guest out of the house and towards the temple. I think along the way, she is silent unless you speak. No, more than that, say anything. Then it is very, very quiet trip until you hear a quiet call. Hello? Hello? Can anybody hear me? I am very thirsty for some blood orange juice. (laughs) (laughs) Igor. The trees have been talking to me. Okay, not a good sign. Oh, Gramora! And you find Igor. He's lying on the ground. Vines have started to grow over him. Igor, hey, let me... I can start pulling the vines off. (sighs) Lady Cremora, thank you for coming and saving me. Who's your friend here? Less said about them, the better. Where are the others? They're in the well. Do you mean in in the temple, or...? I'm not sure. I think they intended to go into the well. (sighs) I've been outside here getting eaten by vines. Please try and avoid that. Okay, and he reclines back into the grass. <laughs> Eagle, I don't, I don't like doing this, but I'm ordering you not to get consumed by vines. <gasps> oh, he, like, stands up and, like, sort of groans as he, as he stands on his bad leg. Very well, Kamora. Right. Press on into the temple. You enter the temple, this fantastic 
spectral place. I think I can tell where it is from here. My mother was never one for subtlety. Hmm. It's time to destroy her and her whole awful legacy. Stop. Just... What? There are some of my friends trapped inside a ghost zone of my mother's creation. You need to be sure that destroying the phylactery won't hurt them. It will. Then we need to find a way to retrieve them before we destroy the phylactery. I think she just kind of lets out a low groan. No friends, no coordinates. They give you 24 hours. Find them in that time or I will do what is necessary. Okay. I don't just want to jump in. (laughs) (laughs) Who would do that? I don't think being stuck in there as well is necessarily the best option. As well. Um, okay. Um, can I spout war about the ghost zone and about its yeah. entry access points? That's an eight. Yeah, so this is a challenge, obviously, of the ghost zones, mm-hmm. um, is that the entries are not the same as the exits. You can always be willed by the person controlling the ghost zone to be able to leave the ghost zone, and you can be willed into it the same way. There's always at least one other entry, and I think there's always at least one other exit, and it would be in a place that the owner of the ghost zone thinks is most fortified. In that case, just pinch nose, step into the well. (laughs) You dive in deeper and deeper and deeper into the well, the colors consuming you, and then you're somewhere else. Thanks for listening. Shout out to our newest patron, Kahul. Hope you have the best and most powerful day. Till next time. Bye! Does a horse pill whinny or just scream? (laughs) (laughs) Somewhere in between. Oh, wait, that can't keep getting me. Can I get a fresh take of you? Hey, hey, Ash, what sound does the horse pillar make? The same. Caterpillars don't technically make noise, right? They make the noise that caterpie makes. What's its horrible? That yeah, it's like me. Okay, then. (laughs) Works. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.